to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Twitter or Instagram, follow me at Strict Anonymous. Do that now. I never pushed my social media, so I have chump change as far as numbers are concerned. And I should have so much more. I should have been pushing my social media the six years I've been doing my show, but I haven't. I just started. So follow me on social media on, I mean, follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Strict Anonymous. Uh, like, uh, not like, subscribe to my YouTube uh, page. That's uh, youtube.com slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast, I think it is. I comment to everybody who comments on my uh, episodes there. So if you want to hear some episodes, comment on them. Have me comment back. You want to see some videos I posted where you just see like a small part of me, but not my face. I'm still anonymous. (laughs) Go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you haven't subscribed here, wherever you're listening to my podcast, subscribe. And if you can, write a great review. Bad reviews, don't write a bad review. But if you can write a good review, write a good review. Did I already say something rude about that girl that wrote a bad review? (laughs) I think I did last week. I had though, it was funny. It was weird. Around the same time, I don't know if it's the same girl or it was just something in the fucking air. But there was like a girl on YouTube as well who was like kind of trashing me about some shit. And I was like, hey, listen, you know, it's very hard to have a conversation about what you're saying, you know, somebody like when you tweet or you write a uh, like a review or a comment, it's a one-sided conversation, right? You say everything you have to say and then you're like, bye-bye. A lot of the times with the reviews, I can't even say anything back, which totally blows. Like talk about a, that's not even a conversation, right? (laughs) But when someone's doing it on YouTube, this girl like stated all these points and was, I don't know, had all this shit, bad shit to say about me. And I wanted to reply, but I'm like, I think if we would have a conversation about it, it'd be a lot easier. Maybe you would really understand where I'm coming from because I'm not going to write a fucking five paragraph thing to her back as she was like writing a lot of shit. So I was like, why don't you come on the show? I would love to like have one of these people on, right? That talks about me interrupting or who knows? I forgot what she was saying, but I'd love to have that person on. So maybe I could explain myself to them, right? Like, cause I think that that's the only way that it's a fair, uh, it's a fair kind of a thing. And I'm not going to go back and forth trying to explain myself on uh, you know, writing. I can't stand to fucking write, first of all. And second of all, it's, you just, it's not the same as actually having a conversation. So, and then I got, and then I had a girl email me, another person like critiquing me and like kind of trashing me too. And I'm like, I just went back to her. I'm like, you're just not really a nice person. Like who would do that to somebody? Like I put, I work my fucking ass off for this podcast for six years. No one's paid me a fucking dime. I do this for my pleasure and for yours. I love hearing from my listeners. It makes it all worth it. But when I hear from somebody that has the nerve to email me and say like rude things to me, I just think that's just not nice. And that's what I said. I was like, you're just like not a nice person. And then she was like really apologetic. And I was like, why don't you come on my show if you want to have a debate and you said it wrong and you have a problem with some things. 
why don't you come on and have this conversation? I would love to talk to these three girls or one girl, whoever the fuck it is. It could probably be like the same mad person at me. I don't know. You know what I mean? And have that conversation. I think it would be kind of interesting. But of course, I never hear back from them when I put that offer out there. And what I have to say, and I'm going to say this because there's this whole Me Too movement. And I have a lot of friends that are girls and I have a lot of friends that are guys. And I have to tell you, there is a bro code that goes on with guys that's super fucking cool and is always there. And guys dealing with guys is very different than women dealing with women. And, you know, you'd think with the whole Me Too thing that women would be more supportive. I think it's it's the other way around. Like I was just trashed by three separate girls, like I said, or maybe it's the same girl. And I'm just like, who fucking does that? What woman wants to just totally insult another for no fucking reason? You know, I don't get it. It's sad. And I think I wish, you know, the the Me Too movement wouldn't be just like, oh, we need to stick up for ourselves with men, but we should be nicer to each other. We should have a fucking bro code. There is no bro code with women. Women could be not so nice to other women and that should fucking stop. So that's my PSA. I don't really, I don't really like tend to talk uh, about other things besides like what I do on my show, but I actually made a social media post the other day about that Jerry Falwell thing that was going on. There, He was like, I don't know, there was this whole article about this guy, Jerry Falwell, right? It's that the major, I think it's that religious guy's son. <laughs> and he got busted. Some guy from his past said, hey, you know, I used to fuck his wife and he would watch and everything. And now he's like having to resign. And it's the whole cancel culture thing. And nobody's talking about the fucking asshole that's trying to extort him. And I'm just like, oh my God. Like, I wish I could have some of those people on my show. Like, this is strictly anonymous. And I'm mostly talking to people that are, have like secret lives as far as like sex is concerned. But if there's somebody out there listening that has been a part of this whole cancel culture thing and had their life totally fucked up because people came out and said shit that was either from 30 years ago or was totally misleading or was totally bullshit. I will protect your anonymity. Does that make sense? <laughs> I will keep you anonymous. I'll change your fucking voice. Let's talk about it because I don't like unfairness. I think a lot of people that have been quote unquote canceled maybe deserved it but a lot of people haven't and it's kind of craziness and I wouldn't mind talking to people uh, that had that happen and getting into that shit on my show because unfairness infuriates me like I have to tell you it really does it really bothers me it's one of my things that I would stand up for so (laughs) if you've been somebody who has been fucked over by what's going on right now and you want to talk on the down low in an anonymous way and get your real story out there, come on my show. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. What else today? <laughs> I'm just going to get to my, I don't know if anyone's still listening to this intro. It's so long, but um, I'm going to talk about who I am on my show today. I have a guy named, I think his name is Dave, right? Dave. And Dave wrote in and he had a lot of like really fucking interesting stories like right off the bat. He was like he's younger and he fooled around with neighbors and cousins. And when I say neighbors and cousins, I mean males. Uh, He and then all the shit that he did does with his wife. Right. He him and his wife uh, have fooled around with other couples. They've had threesomes with women. They've had a threesome with a men and then he had this whole other side story about his wife as starting an affair with his uh except like his permission (laughs) she started to bang her like best friend's 
guy, husband, okay? And they would have all these vacations and she would always sneak off and go fuck this guy. And she was like best friends with the girl. And that's like an ongoing thing. And we talk all about that. And I have to tell you, this is going to be a two-parter and it's really interesting. This guy called in first and I was like a little bit like, I think you're fucking lying. And I, I took one part of me accusing him of lying out because it was just like a little long-winded, but I left the one at the end in. And I, you know, I have to say, when I went back and edited it, I was like, why did I think this guy was lying? I did not feel that way at all when I was listening to it back. And I felt really bad because I'm going to tell you the part two is his wife calls in after we hung up and he knew that I kind of didn't believe him. He was really insulted and we had a back and forth and he's like, oh, my wife's going to come on and she'll like fucking prove it. And she did. And she was amazing. And then I accused her of lying. You have to hear it. It's a whole story, which was very humbling to me. You'll hear when you hear her part, (laughs) you'll hear me talk about why, like how I feel about accusing them. It's a whole thing. But, you know, I taped them a while ago, so I'm sure they'll be happy that I'm finally fucking airing this. And, you know, I apologized uh, before to him via email about accusing him of not lying. I really have to apologize to him now on this intro because when I went back and edited it, I was like, none of this sounds like a lie. I don't know why I did think that. I think it's because I uh, recently I had like an influx of a lot of people that were lying and I was like, really on the lookout for it, right? And I think in this situation, I was seeing something that wasn't there and I feel really bad. <laughs> and you're going to hear, like you, like I said, I took out one of the times where I accused him of lying, but you'll hear the one at the end and just disregard it because I think I'm totally wrong and I was just being paranoid. And uh, this guy is like a listener of the show and he was really nice and totally cool and came on with these really interesting stories and it's a great episode and it was really fucking rude of me. <laughs> It's accuse him of lying. So I'm apologizing again to him. You're not going to hear any of that kind of stuff in the episode. You're going to hear all the, his good stories and his whole life story, which is fucking fascinating. At the end, you'll hear me accuse him, but disregard it. Um, and then next week, I'm going to air his uh, wife's and she gets into her affair a lot more with a lot more detail. So it's fascinating. But I'm going to be right back on right now with Dave. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous. Oh, hey, Mark. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? Hey, Kathy. I'm great. I'm great. You're great? Good. I'm glad you're great. Um, now, you had emailed me with a lot of really interesting stories. Some were yours, some were your wives. I mean, but the stories about your wife are stories that include you too, right? Hopefully, we're going to get her to come on at some point. Yeah, um, yeah it's planned. Yeah. Um, but you have a lot of stories too, starting out, like there's a lot of, I wouldn't say funny, maybe they're funny when you tell them they're funny to me because you know, they're from a long time ago, like stories about when you were younger and all the stuff that was going on between you and your guy friends, which I think is maybe more common than people think. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Right. Like what was going down in your town with your guy friends? Let's start there. Um, you know, it was just, I guess things started out as, uh, truth or dare, right? Remember Mm -hmm. truth or dare? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And then it became, we decided that, you know, the dares were more fun than the truth. So then it became dirty dare. So it was just, you dared someone to do something, you know, and, and pretty soon, you know, you dare someone to touch someone and, uh, kind of escalates from there. Um, you know, I had a couple, I had actually a, co- a cousin of mine and then a neighbor of mine who we just ended up, you know, just basically became getting each other off. Guys or girls? Guys. Right. Okay. So a cousin, you and your cousin are fooling around kind of like what was going down with the cousin? Uh, oral sex. Oral sex. Yes. So it wasn't just fondling. I mean, his dick no. was in your mouth. Your dick was in his mouth. One or the other or both. Yeah. Yeah. One or the other, uh, you know, at different times, both. Yeah. How did that happen with your cousin and how old were you guys? Um, Do you remember? This would, be, this would be like grade school, middle school, all through that time. Okay, so middle school is kind of older. I mean, where you like, I mean, I get grade school, you're, you you kind of have a fuzzy memory sometimes maybe because you're super young. But then grade school, you're you're older, right? So where was that going school. down? Middle school, I'm sorry. Oh, that's middle school. You're saying, what school yeah. did you say this was happening in? Well, it started in grade school. I guess probably like the oral sex starts, didn't really start to happen until, you know, puberty. Um, but you had oral sex with your cousin, your male cousin. Yeah, yeah. How many times? Oh, I, I have no idea. Many. Like many times. Now, do you still like, see this cousin to this day? Yeah, once in a while. Once when in a did while. it start? And when, how did, no, how did it stop, though? And we're going to get to more details, but like, at what age did you guys stop or did it not stop until you were adults? I don't know. I think it just kind of faded off once we were able to find girls. Right. So it was strictly about (laughs) you guys are just really horny. You're willing to get each other off. And that's better than nothing. Because at that point, you're too young to get girls to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't have any clue, you know. Mm -hmm. Didn't have the game. Now, did it happen at a sleepover? Like, do you remember how it happened? I mean, did it? I guess I'm assuming it like it happened over time. Like maybe it started off with touching and eventually went to blowjobs. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was a slow progression, and you know, it started. We we did a lot of a lot of camping, just the boys going camping. Um, a lot of times, just running around in the woods. You know, we have a, a lot of free time to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we we're horny, horny little boys. No, but I know. But how did it happen? That who says like, hey, like, let me touch your penis. Like, how does it actually happen? Like, the details. That's what I want. Like, one of the experiences, yeah. So it starts when we're we're playing this game, right? We're playing Dirty Dare. Yeah. And so, you know, I dare you to, you know, dirty jack me off. And then they do it. Okay, so that's that, that, that barrier's been broken, you know? No, but you're talking as, like, in a general term. Tell me, like, the specifics of, like, one time. Like he said to me, you know what I mean? That's the wording you should be using. Okay. Well, I mean, it, it was a long time ago. I'm 40 years now. Yeah. Um, but a general, I mean, a, a, from my memory, yeah. it would be, let's say I ask Joe, we'll call him, you know, I dare you to touch my cock. Mm-hmm. And then so he does. And then so it, now it's his turn. So he dares me to touch his, right? Mm-hmm. And then 
Now it's my turn. Okay, I dare you to put my cock in your mouth. But that all happened in one time. It went from like a touch my penis to put your cock in my mouth. Yeah, but there's a lot of times before that of just, you know, I dare you to get naked and run over, you know, out in the yard and touch the flagpole and run mm-hmm, back, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, did so this just happen with your cousin or did it happen with other friends, too? I had a neighbor that it happened with as well. Mm-hmm. I would kind of, you know, it's not like I was just living around looking for guys to do this with, but it there was a couple guys that it just, it worked out from... So a couple a guys, them. not just one neighbor, more than one? Well, my one neighbor and my cousin. Oh, okay. I think people might are, I know, I, I listen, I get emails. People are listening like fucking Judge Judy like I am, you know, and people <laughs> yeah. are going to be like, I call bullshit to this guy's beginning stories. I don't know the, the rest of them, but it's, um, and I don't know if it's just that it's the memory so long ago, but I would think that those memories stand out. I mean, you know, you're not that young to not remember it so much and especially because these were like the first time you're getting a blowjob right i mean the first time your dick is in someone's mouth good news strictly anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show so if you lead an interesting naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous if you're out and proud that's cool too Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Yeah, I guess it didn't. It doesn't stick out to me as a big deal. It was something we did as kids, and I was, I was just, I was horny for girls. And so once, once I had a girl, I mean, no, but wasn't it? What did it? It didn't freak you out though about being with a guy. Was it confusing? I mean, you were with your cousin. I mean, that's kind of hardcore. Okay, so let me go back to talk about my mom for a minute then. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this. My mom, I. She's just been a great influence in my life. She's been so sex positive ever since I was a little boy. You know, she would tell me, you know, it's little boys, you know, you touch themselves. You should touch yourself. It's healthy. Mm -hmm. You know, it's little boys might play games together. And I feel like maybe she knew, you know, something was going on because she was like, you know, something might happen. And then it might be a few days later, she would say, you know, it's okay. You know, little boys experiment. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. And um, she had, I think I mentioned the email, she had all the Nancy Friday books. What are Nancy Friday books? Her. I don't know what that even means. Um, have you ever heard of My Secret Garden? No. Oh, well, it's a great book. You probably, you probably love them. Um, she's got three books on sexual fantasies. Right. And kind of like you, she put an ad out there and said, send me your sexual fantasies. Mm-hmm. Um and people would write in and then so and she grouped them together in different categories and then she you know talks about she's very into freud so it's, yeah. it's a little dated as far as that goes in my opinion uh-huh. but you know um i had access to all that and so 
you know, I didn't feel strange at all. She, like I said, she made me feel very comfortable, well, comfortable about what I was doing. Right. And, and I, and I just hear all these crazy fantasies, you know, about all these different things that people want to do. Mm-hmm. So there's two, two books on about women's fantasies and one about men's fantasies that I'm aware of that she wrote. Right. So you're saying like the fact that your cousin and you were hooking up and sucking each other off wasn't didn't seem that odd or taboo because your mom always kind of made it seem like whatever you were experimenting with was okay and normal. Absolutely. Mm hmm. And now did you, so you never worried like, or not worried, but, but at that age, maybe you will like, do I like girls? Do I like guys? I mean, because here you are getting blowjobs from guys and you're coming because you say you guys would like come in each other's mouths, <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 And that was kind of like an agreement, you know, because we both kind of wanted to come in the other person's mouth, but the other person didn't really maybe want to accept it. But we're like, Hey, I'll, 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 I'll swallow yours if you swallow mine. Mm-hmm. And now, did you ever hook up with your neighbor and your cousin at the same time? I mean, did you ever bring, you know, the two guys you were fooling around with together or were they separate? Not separate. separate. Right. They were separate. And yeah. now that that neighbor that you were kind of hooking up with, did you ever go farther than oral sex with any of these guys? Because I know that you did say in your email that you had anal with guys at a young age. Where you weren't yes. really that into it. I mean, who were you doing that with? Uh, that was the neighbor. Mm-hmm. And he wanted me to do it to him, and I did, and I kind of lost my erection, and then he tried it to me, and he, and he was big, anyway, mm-hmm. and, I, and I was a little boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, that didn't work out. I, I, wasn't, I just wasn't into it. You weren't and into it, he wasn't into it. He was into it. Right. He told me about another kid that we... I, he was a friend of his, and I didn't know him. They were, they were different grades than me. And he said, well, me and so-and-so do it all the time. You know, he likes it. Like, you know, I don't like it, you know. Mm-hmm. But you never, did you ever come clean to your mom about anything, considering she was really super open, or did you not talk about these things with her? I don't think I ever did talk to her about it. You know, specifically saying, you know, I did this with this person or anything like that. No. Mm-hmm. And then did you, when you say you lost your virginity, I know you said you lost your virginity at a specific age. I think it was 15 or 16. Did you um, lose it? Like, was that, I'm assuming that's with a girl, right? But maybe you lost yes. your virginity to guys before that. Yeah. So I guess technically I was not a virgin when I thought I lost my virginity. Yeah. <laughs> you I, been... I was 16. Yeah. It was, it was my birthday actually. Yeah. And uh, long, long term relationship you mm-hmm. know at that point it's 11 months so i've always kind of been a relationship guy yeah and it, that was just really nice um she it wasn't her first time she had a previous boyfriend long term and um she was the new girl in school mm-hmm. and i met up with her and after i don't even know how many months but um yeah we we arranged it my buddy my buddy could drive at the time so he he uh, picked us up and brought us, brought us over to his house, actually, and let us use his bed. Mm-hmm. But didn't you have a threesome with this girl, right? And you lost your virginity to her. But didn't you have it? Was this the girl that you had a threesome with when you were in the, your younger days? Or was it another girl? There was someone else that was after her. It was actually a good friend of mine and his girlfriend. It was supposed to be a foursome. Uh-huh. And that was just, it was just fell into my lap my friend said hey do you want to have sex with me and my girlfriend and her friend Mm -hmm. who's another girl 
And I said, yeah, that sounds awesome. And the one girl backed out who was not the girlfriend. So it's my friend and his girlfriend. Oh, okay. So your girl backed out. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And I thought it was fun. Um, Basically, she, you know, we got her naked. And me and my buddy were just all over her, touching her, kissing her, going down on her. She was sucking us off. Mm-hmm. and then she eventually got on top of him, and they went at it, and he came, and after he came, he just kind of laid there, and she wasn't moving, and I just got up behind her and went at it, and then I came, and I feel like I kind of left a bad taste in his mouth. How come? Like maybe after he came, he didn't want to, to have a threesome anymore mm-hmm. he didn't want to see his friend doing this girl yeah and but i was you know horny 17 year old at the time mm-hmm. and so i was like i'm getting mine you know yeah <laughs> i'm sure i would have done it much differently today i certainly hope so uh-huh um and then and we never but we never discussed it right so that just happened did they did they wind up continuing to date or did that maybe ruin the relationship yeah they yeah. did no actually they did they did continue to date for like most of high school, I, I believe. Right. So now you start dating your wife, like when you were really super young, right? I mean, you've been with her since high school, right? Yeah. My senior, yeah, my senior prom was our first official date. Right. And now you start off, like, I think you said you started off like very vanilla, the sex between you guys. But up until now, you do, you guys have gotten into some pretty hardcore things, right? I mean, you started... Was the first time that you opened your relationship up is when you had sex with a couple that you knew really well? Is that how it started that you got into, you know, kinkier things? Yes. I mean, we had done some, and we always had great sex. Yeah. Um, Not much, you know, as far as kinks or really much role playing, anything like that. Um, But, you know, we started, you know, like I said, we started dating in high school and, um, and we dated like three years before we had sex, which is hard to believe. We did everything else. We had tons of oral. Mm-hmm. And why we were you waiting? Actually... Was she in, was it like a marriage thing for her and she was conservative or religious? Why did you wait? Well, she, she grew up religious, mm-hmm. um, but kind of, I wouldn't say a cons- real conservative family either. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty liberal minded. Um, but I was her, I was her first and, um, I just really felt like she was the one and I was willing to take as much time as she wanted. Right. And so she wanted so you didn't was, wait till you were married, but it just took three years. Yeah. And part of it was the pregnancy thing too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was a fear, you know. Right. It was back in the day. People were very different. So yeah. how did you wind up having, like, how did it wind up that you guys had sex with a couple? Cause it was a couple that you knew for a while, right? Like friends of yours. Yeah, yeah, good friends that I'd known for boy, at least eight years or so. Mm-hmm. I knew I knew them before I knew before my wife and I were married. Even. Um, so basically, we were at their house, uh, hanging out, having some drinks. Then we end up playing cards. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes uh, strip, strip poker. Mm-hmm. And then it became, you could start to make your own rules if you won the hand. Right. 
So, you know, we would make things, oh, if this happens, oh, you have to, like I remember one, it's, I remember the, the, the one thing that I just said arbitrarily, and I ended up really liking it was I made the girls pick up their card, like they, <laughs> they lost, so they had to throw their cards on the ground and, and pick them up with their mouths. Mm-hmm. And it was really hot. And I think they ended up maybe kissing or something while they were down there. Right. And oh, I'm sorry, I forgot an important detail of the story. Yeah. Before the cards, we know we're going to spend the night at their house. Mm-hmm. And my wife and my buddy, the other husband, they're in, they're getting some, some blankets out and stuff for us. And I come in, I can hear them in the other room talking. I'm in, I'm out in the kitchen. I can just hear them. And I hear my wife say, well, you know, I remember that sometimes it can be fun just to have sex in the same room as another couple. Right. And I heard her say that, and like my 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 blood went cold, but not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Like I was just, you know, I was just tingling. I was like, "Oh my god!" You got turned was, on. Oh, big time! Yeah. yeah. And so then we went and we, we we had fun with the cards, and we didn't do anything with them. But you know, at one point, the the other girl told my wife to, to suck my cock. And she did, and so we're just doing just fun, hot things with our own people, watching, getting turned on, and then we ended up, we did end up all going back to the bedroom, having sex. It was kind of weird because they had the radio on, you know, just like a radio station, and there's commercials playing, mm-hmm. and, we're, and we're always like really, um, have been more gourmet about things, you know, we like the candles, make yeah. a nice fire, you know, whatever. So it was kind of different, but it was still hot. Uh-huh. And but you're just having from, sex with your own partners in front of each other, right? At this point, yes. Mm-hmm. And so next time we got together, and I think that was my wife's birthday perhaps that time. Or it was so it was one of the people's birthday. And then yeah, it was someone else's birthday, one of the four of us. And my wife and then we said something like, Well, we have to do this again and I think my wife mentioned that her birthday was coming up in a couple months. So we got together, and that time we did all kinds of stuff with each other, and I ended up drinking far too much and remember very little of that occasion, unfortunately. But it was my wife's birthday, and she really wanted to have anal sex, and so she told, you know, she told my buddy that, and he was all about it. And uh, he's a little smaller, hung, too, so it worked out really good. But were you um, guys? But had you guys discussed the fact that she was going to be with other people? Did you have any rules and regulations going on? You know, did was she totally down with seeing you with the woman? Were you already discussed like, oh, I'd love to see you with another guy? I mean, or did, did you not have those conversations? Well, I had I had always fantasized, you know, about a threesome, a foursome, anything whatever any kind of you know different sex thing that you can probably do i'd wanted to do mm-hmm. but my wife was pretty conservative in that area and so i kind of just i didn't think of it as a possibility you know mm-hmm. i thought that was just that was fantasy and that I was okay with that and then this happened and afterwards so beforehand there was no real limits set or anything like that but afterwards we discussed basically that if this is going to keep happening, that we should uh, both be there. Uh-huh. 
that was about although that rule um kind of got broken uh, what happened but, yeah uh well there was a time so so these two friends um they have a they have like a camp and we were and we have we have kids we have two boys and our boys are pretty young at this time so our our friends didn't have kids yet and they would you know have their camp and we'd all go up there and hang out well then you know we have little kids so someone's got to stay home with the kids mm-hmm. so it was her turn to go out and they end up i don't really know how it all played out but my buddy he's pretty persuasive he ended up getting both of the girls his wife and my wife naked and and then they were talking about anal sex a lot because my wife's always been curious about it. And but you just said so, that, that last time that they had anal, she asked for it a while ago. You told me yes. the other story. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, we'd never done anal. We, but we, you said we, when you were the second time you were with those people, it was her birthday. And she said, I want to have anal. And that guy fucked her in the ass. That's what you said. Yes, he did. All right. But now when is this story that you're saying, oh, she never had anal, but she was curious about it. And where's that timeline? It doesn't make sense. Okay. That I'm not sure which happened first. Okay. The campsite incident. Mm-hmm. But I believe that we are all together. I know that we all had sex together. And then there's a time where it was the three of them at this camp. I'm and they the get together. They the all three get of together. them are. Yeah. The three of them are at the camp. I'm I'm with the kids. Oh right right right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm being the good dad. Yeah. And so they end up talking about anal sex quite a lot, and she's just asking for more tips because you know how how do you do it? You know how does it work? Whatever. Um. And, and so he ended up uh, he ends up fingering her, and he's trying my he ends up fingering my wife in the ass. Mm-hmm. And he's telling his wife to go get a condom, but she doesn't want to get a condom. Um, I don't know. Just it was so. So that that rule got broken anyway. And and I I was honestly the only part that bothered me about it was just that I was I I couldn't be there. So you so did really have had, a rule about condoms that you had discussed that? No, I mean, no, no okay. not condoms. The, the rule about we, we, we both have to be together. Oh, okay, right. Happens. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and, she comes back really, and tells you, how did you find out that that went down? Oh, she came back and told me right away. She woke me up and I called her dirty names and screwed the crap out of her. Okay. And you liked I it. Loved so it. that was, okay. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I loved it. So I've never been bothered about her being with someone as I was more bothered about that. I just missed the fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. So then at this point, um, so there's a lot of different nights up at this campsite. Okay. Mm-hmm. And different people hang out and, you know, a lot of, it, you wait till everyone else leaves. You know what I mean? So just now it's those freaky people left again. Well, there's, Okay, so now this is where another guy comes into the story. Mm-hmm. My wife's best friend's husband. Mm-hmm. And he ends up finding, she ends up spilling the beans to him about the fun we've been having. Wait a second, but what winds up happening with that couple? Does that couple, do you wind up hanging out with them for a long time? You know, that other couple that you're fooling around with? There were three times that, all four of us were together mm-hmm. and 
you know, the first time with the cards yeah. and the second time where we did everything, but I missed most of it because I got too yeah. drunk. Mm-hmm. And then a third time where I was going to make sure I wasn't going to drink too much and, you know, remember all the fun. And but you did drink too much, right? There was a story where you drank too much. The, yes, the, the second time. But the third time, I made sure that was not going to happen again. Okay. You know what I mean? If I'm going to have this great thing yeah. I've been dying for, I want to be there for it. I want to remember it. Uh-huh. And that was awesome. And I, you know, I was loving it. My wife, she was getting, she gets really involved, enmeshed. You know, she wants, to, you know, it's if, if they, if the, the, that couple's having any kind of relationship issue, she wants to be involved in it. You know, where it got to where it was taking up so much of her energy outside of being with them. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I guess. I don't know. I don't really know. You're saying that she becomes closer with them because she's fooling around with them. And then now she's talking to the both of them about their relationship and she try, it kind of becomes like their therapist. Kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She reminds me a lot of you. Okay. I don't know if that's the <laughs> only really description of you, but just yeah. very curious about really getting, she really gets to the heart of the matter really well. With yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, now they feel comfortable telling her stuff and now she's yeah. in it. Right. Okay. And, and so then, and also this couple, they would, they were recently married during the, all this. Mm-hmm. They weren't married when we started. Then they got married, and then we did it again. And they kind of—I feel like the wife got jealous of my wife, right? And it was kind of a little strain in our friendship. And then they moved a little farther away. We didn't see him as much, and we've kind of reconnected more lately. And we so we still have a good friendship, but the sex thing—it was not a good. It was a terrible time for them, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like I said, they, they were, they were a new, new couple and then recently married and we had been married for, oh geez, probably over 10 years at this point. Right. So you guys were solid and yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now get back to the, cause I know that you do, you told me about it in the email about her fucking her best friend's husband. And so that starts at the camp. She starts talking to the couple or just the guy about it. Just the guy. She so there was a wedding we were all at, and and this guy, he's an awesome dude. He's a real man's man. He's fun to be around. He's single at the time, mm-hmm. and they end up dancing. Oh, so he's and not just, with her best friend yet. Not yet. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He's single still, mm-hmm. and they end up dancing together for quite a while, having a great time, and. You know, then they end up talking and she ends up telling him all about our our fun escapades with our friends. And and then that same summer, they end up walking off together and they have sex on the, the hood of a truck in someone's yard, dark yard where thank God no one ended up seeing him because it's a small town. Uh-huh. Um, and so they start the, and which, which I was all for, I was like, that's great. Go for it. You know, I was her, I was her first. Um, so at this point now she's had sex with me and she's had sex with my buddy and his wife. Uh-huh. And so I, had, I, I mean, way before this had happened, I had always told her, I said, if you really think you need to, you know, 
to have other experiences with other other people, I'm okay with it. Right. And so then this happened, and this this again, this is the night I'm home with the kids. And she comes back and tells me, and same thing. I get turned on like crazy. We have awesome sex. And then eventually he gets married. And my wife becomes friends with her after they become married. Mm-hmm. Partially kind of she set out of guilt because she's she feels bad that she's having sex with her guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but also then so that she ends up really liking her. And like I said, they become best friends. Right. And we... And so now it's something, it's, it's rare. Like they might do it one summer, one time, and then a couple of years go by and she thinks, okay, I'm good. That's not going to happen. Maybe there's a couple of times where he tries and she talks him out of it. And, you know, and then one time, you know, they're alone and he gives her the look or something and she, you know, it's on. She's like, I don't know. She's like, I'm just, I'm instantly like a switch, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't care about anything else. So, and, and this is confusing because I don't want her to be doing something behind her friend's back that could hurt her friend. Right. Right. But at the same time, it turns me on like crazy. Listen, I mean, it's weird that you care more about the friend than she does. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's the case. Yeah. I don't know if I do care more about it than she does, but you know, I'm not the one that's getting turned on. You know what I mean? It's a lot easier for me to have a rational look at it where, you know, she's, she's in this other state all of a sudden. Right. Mm-hmm. But when she you brings know, the story back to you, you supposedly are very turned on by it. Right. So. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And in fact, one, at one point there was another, there's a lot of campfires in our community. <laughs> at one point, um, bunches were sitting around a campfire and, this was shortly after my wife had started squirting and we were telling some people about it and quite a few people were really interested mm-hmm. and we end up leaving and we're walking, we're walking out of this road and you can look across a yard and there's a parallel road. And then my friend, the guy that she's cheating with is walking on this other road and she says to me, boy, it'd be really fun to, to bring him back and, and show him how I squirt. Mm-hmm. And I say, okay. And the second I say, okay, she like is off like a shot. She goes, she runs after him. She grabs him by the arm. They're st- I can see him in, in the darkness. You know, they're standing there for a minute. And then they come down and she is like a giddy schoolgirl. So we bring him in the house. She gets naked, and I'm I'm licking her pussy, and I'm telling them, you know, you know what I'm doing. I'm getting her getting her warmed up, getting her turned on. I start putting my finger in her, telling them how I'm, you know, I'm rubbing the G spot lightly, and and uh, eventually when she's ready, which was way sooner than normal mm-hmm. because she's so turned on, I go start I start really hitting it. And she starts squirting and um, is just flopping all over the bed, having a great time. Right. 
Now this Wait, is the guy that has the. This is the guy that she's friends with the wife, or is this the other guy that? The couple. This is the. This is the the um, we'll call it the affair with the the best friend's husband. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then she ends up pulling at my pants, and she gets my pants down. She starts sucking my cock while I'm doing this, and I ask him if he wants to try it. He says no. Suck your cock. Good. No, no, make her squirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and so then after a while, she ends up getting up, and she starts kind of kissing his neck and whispering his ear. And apparently I can't hear her, but she's, she's begging him. She's just, let me suck your cock, let me suck your cock. Mm-hmm. So she starts sucking his cock, and then I start screwing her from behind. And... He ends up coming in her mouth and says, I got to go. And then he leaves and then me and her continue to have great, a great night of sex. And part of me would like to reproduce, recreate that event, but I don't want to go there because like I said, there's a relation, another relationship involved. And also he doesn't want to, he's told her flat out, you know, he does not want to have sex with the two of us. Oh, you he know, prefers just, it when he's solo. He doesn't. He doesn't even want. He won't even. He feel. He feels bad. Just that he does it with her. He feels bad around me. He says sometimes. But even though it's, I'm totally fine with it. Mm-hmm. It just. He just can't make sense of it in his brain. He goes, I just can't understand how that's okay with you. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. But he was because there that's my with ultimate. you guys. Yeah. But you like the cuckolding kind of thing, right? I mean. I do. I do. I don't want to be like humiliated or anything like that. But we, we do some fun role play stuff. Like she's tied me up in a chair before and then, you know, gets a dildo out and pretends she's getting fucked. And, and you have to watch. Now, do you think that you're still, are you into guys at all as an adult? I mean, you did fool around occasionally when you were younger, but said it was mostly because there was no girls around. Have you ever been with guys in your adult years? I have, mm-hmm. yes, and I don't know if I put that in the email, but I have a friend who is a friend from high school, but you know, this is years later after I'm married. My wife is taking classes. She goes back to school, and she's staying out of town three nights a week to take classes. So, and I have this band, and it's the one one of the guys in my band, and we've always been freaks and. He has some funny stories. He'd be a good one to talk to. Right. He has stories about fucking the muddy ground and laying in the snow and jacking off. And right. <laughs> so he's always been freaky. And anyway, um, one night we were together, just the two of us, and he said something to the effect of like, "Hey, do you want to do you want to see what it's like to be gay for a night or something like that? Mm-hmm. You want to try it out?" And I said, "Sure." Right. And so we start kissing, which is weird because I'd never kissed a guy before, like made out with him, you know? Yeah. And we did all the things, you know? Um, we sucked and played with each other, sucked each other off. Um, I found out that he likes very different oral than I do. Mm-hmm. He likes he likes teeth and, like, fingernails on the balls and stuff. Right. And so we, we had anal sex, and same as before, I... I put it in him, and I end up losing my heart on. He tried it with me. I didn't really like it. I wasn't, I wasn't 
ready to receive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, I do like my butt placement. It's not, but more so now. So um, we did that twice. And in fact, and what the one time, just a weird little note of the story, he was on like some antidepressants. It was hard for him to orgasm. So he ends up going to the shower and he says, hey, come in here. He's jacking off in the shower. He says, we pee on me. Mm-hmm. I say, okay, sure. And I pee on him and he comes. And so that happened twice and it didn't happen again. It wasn't like um, a super turn on for me. It wasn't like, oh, this is what I've always been missing. That being said, to answer your initial question, um, I I think it would be fun to give a guy head. Well, did you did give it. him head or no? Anyway, I did, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Sure did. So what do you mean it'd be fun to give a guy head? You've done it a million times. Well, well, lots of well, times. <laughs> no, I've done it several times. Well, yeah. a lot of times as a kid. But yeah. Isn't it all like, you, you know, you asked me if I ever, I think if I ever wanted to be with guys now or whatever. Yeah. And I really don't. But if there was a guy there and we had, you know, a threesome or something and he wanted me to suck his cock, I probably would. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't really seek it out. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't know how that would work with my wife, if that would put a bad picture in her mouth. Does in her she head. know about this guy from your, or is that something you did on the down low behind her back? Because you've been with her since high school. So you, if you did that, you must have done it while you're with her, right? Oh, yeah. We're married at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, she knows about him, but really the impetus was that I, I knew I was going to call you and I was going to tell this story. And I thought, oh. I got to tell her this. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it's something, honestly, it has not been in my mind for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And and she's like, well, well, you cheated on me. I'm like, well, it's with my, it's with my buddy. Like, is it, she's like, it's still cheating. I was like, well, I guess it is. You know, she's like, why didn't you tell me? And I said, I didn't think you could have handled it at the time. And mm-hmm. she says, you're probably, you're probably right. I probably couldn't have handled it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just the other day, I, I said to her, I said, hey, you want to hear something crazy? <laughs> and I told her that, you know, and she's like, wow. Freaked her out for a couple of days, kind of, because she's mostly not because I did it, but just that I didn't tell her. And she's always thinking, what else are you going to bring up? What well, else did do- she know about the guys when you were younger and all this guy stuff? Did she ever question whether you were into guys? Mm, she No, she never thought I was gay or anything. Or even bisexual. Or, or bisexual, no. no. And I but did she really know did about the guy stuff when you were younger? The cousin, the friend, all that, you know, hooking up with guys when you were little before you met her? Did you ever tell her about that? Yeah, in, in a much more abbreviated way, you know, just that I had, I had sucked off my cousin and he sucked me off, you know. Mm-hmm. But did, that um, didn't lead to questions of whether you were into guys now? No. That's weird. No. We're very, very chilled out, laid back people. Like, no, but you just said that she's she. But no, but you said she's very similar to me in that she asks a lot of questions and she gets (laughs) really into that. So I would think because if it was me and she's like me, if my guy that I was with said, "Oh, when I was younger, I sucked off my cut," I mean, there'd be a there'd be a million questions, and b one of the questions, one hundred percent, would be. Do you have those fantasies now? Do you think that you're into guys because you were into them when you were younger? You know, that would definitely be something I would ask. I'm surprised she didn't if she is that type of person that you said she is. Yeah, I don't think she ever did. 
when I told her recently, you know, about the, the adult scenario with my buddy, you know, she asked me, is that something that you want to do? And I said, no, it was just, we were horny and it was something to try. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd done that as a kid and it was fun. I thought I'd try it again. And yeah, I can take it or leave it, I guess. What about jelking? You've mentioned something about jelking and Kegel stuff. What is, the oh, yeah. fuck is jelking? Why don't I know what that is? I feel like maybe we, I do. Do you no, have to remind me? You do. You do. I had a guest on. It was about how he made his dick bigger. Oh, that's what, right. I knew I heard it. You got into that or you know how you did that? Oh, yeah. I was, I mean, I still do it like, it's just like a kind of a, a, a health practice. Mm-hmm. But, um, and when I did it, when I got into it, you know, I wanted to make my dick bigger. I found this. It's a great website. Um, should I say the website? It's yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's called, it's called Thunder's Place. Thunder's? F-U-N-D? Thunder. Thunder? Thunder, like Thunder and Lightning. Yeah, Thunder's Place? Yes. Okay. And it's a form. It's basically all forums. Uh-huh. There's just guys that do this, and they share all their information. Right. Ton of great, great source of information, and just men's health type stuff, too. Yeah. Um, so... Should I describe joking? Yeah, sure. I mean, why did you start doing it? Is, was your dick not as big or you wanted it to be bigger? Well, apparently, I guess my dick was kind of big, but I never knew it. Right. <laughs> and you so want it to be bigger, be, right? Yeah. I mean, I if you have a big, big dick, you want a bigger dick, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was that was the, the initial I wanted to make my dick bigger. And, um, and plus, it's just another thing to do with my dick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... Basically, you, you get yourself like semi erect, not you know, not to the point where it's rigid, mm-hmm. but it's it's engorged, you know, but it's still squishy. Yeah. And you you grab yourself at the base with like an OK symbol, so like your your thumb and pointer finger are making a circle, mm-hmm. and you lightly squeeze, and then you slowly move your hand towards the head of your cock, you know, forcing blood in, into the end of your cock. And you can also just hold it there at the base and you can squeeze. There's all kinds of different techniques. Right. But the idea is you're, you're stretching the tissue, stretching the tissues and also, but it's, it's also just good for, you know, blood flow or penis health. Yeah. 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 And do you do that all the time? Do how long do you have to, do you have to do it? Is it something that you have to do on the regular yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you do. Um, I do it like, pretty much every morning as I'm laying in bed. It's just part of my. I do I do my Kegel exercises and then I do some joking and I go in the shower. And at this point, I'm not looking to see if my dick's any bigger or anything. I just do it. It just kind of feels nice, and I feel like it keeps me healthy, keeps everything going. Now you know I totally forgot um, this, but you and because this was like one of the last things you mentioned in your email. Um, but maybe this is why you gel because you happen to be a nudist. I mean, that's a whole other fucking story. But you consider yourself a nudist, and is that why maybe you know you're jelking because you want to look good when you're naked out and about? Or I don't know. Um, no, no, no correlation there. Right. But I'm let's just, get into you know, the nudist thing because okay. we have like 15 minutes. Like what the. What's that whole thing all about? Um, it basically, for me, I'm very uh, sensual. I really like how, you know, something feels nice on the hand. I like it, you know, whatever it is. Like I mentioned, you know, me and my wife like candles and yeah, and a nice atmosphere. And, 
I just, if I feel better without clothes on, I just like it. And I've never been inhibited. You know, I don't shy to have someone see me naked. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, my dad always encouraged us. So we go swimming. Hey, you know, taking my suit off, try it out. It feels good. You know, um, mm-hmm. this is always skinny dipping and stuff as a kid. And I just continued it. And actually recently found out a place in our area that is a, it's a public state, you know, you know, state lands where there's a great, this awesome stream with all these swimming holes and it's been designated unofficially as a nudist area for over a hundred years. I just found out and mm-hmm. I just found out it was there. So I've been going there and I actually just found out this summer about that place, which is great because most of my nudity has been just me and my wife or just me walking around in the woods, you know, I don't want to freak people out. That's always my concern uh-huh. with my nudity and my sexuality is, you know, I don't want to force it on anyone. Yeah. I don't want to creep people out. Because, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's just, it. Now, just is your feels, wife cool with that? Good. Does she go with you? She does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she's into being naked too as well. She's cool with it. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. It's nice to go somewhere like this place I found out about, you know, there's, there's always the, the rand, the, the single guy that's walking by naked, you know, it's like how many of these dudes are down here. Yeah. It's nice to be there with a lady. Mm-hmm. Are there a lot <laughs> of other women couples there or is it secluded where there's not many people? Um, there's other couples. I've never seen a single woman, a woman by herself. It's kind of secluded. You know, you have to walk like a mile Mm-hmm. down this kind of sketchy trail, you know, and then you get out to this beautiful natural area, like I said, with this stream and nice crystal clear water. Right. But she, how did you get her? I mean, did she know that you're, or are you just always naked in the house? So she kind of got the idea that you were really into being nude and you're like one day, let's go be naked outside. And she was like, okay, I'll do it with you. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like it, you know, and it's progressed over the years. Um, you know, first it would be, you know, I'd get her to go swimming naked. And then, you know, um, we'd be outside and we'd go camping. Um, we'd be naked while we're camping, you know, different things like that. And it's just progressed. Mm-hmm. But she was dead. down. I mean, she had no hesitation to go be naked in front of other people as well. No, no hesitation at all. Mm-hmm. She was da- she was into it. Yeah. And did you get horny like you know when you were with your partner naked in front of other people in the broad daylight? Um, a little bit, depending on what we're talking about. You know. What do you mean? No, well, I mean like was it a, a turn on at okay. all? Being a little bit of an exhibitionist. Yeah, a little bit, but most of that's the, it's funny because it'd be more of a turn on, I think, if it wasn't at a nudist place, because mm-hmm. at a nudist place, it's like, you don't even after a while, you don't really see, you don't, you kind of forget you're naked. Yeah, after that. a while, but I have to say I went, and the only reason why I ask is when I was super young, I was maybe like, I forget, he was my one of my first boyfriends, and I was in my early 20s, and he was one of the most jealous boyfriends I ever had or the most jealous boyfriend I ever had but for some reason he was really into going to the nude beach and he brought me along with him and I went a bunch of times with him and I found it 
you know, the first couple times to be a major turn on because you are, but maybe like I'm a little bit more of an exhibitionist, but I think everyone has a little bit of that in them. And there is something about being totally naked in front of strangers that at first it was a turn on. Yeah. After a while it becomes like, you don't even notice people. Like you said, that's very true. It's like no big deal. It's like a little baby, you know, it's like people just running around, but you know, there was that aspect for me and my guy, at least very early on, for it to be a turn on in the beginning, just because it's something new. It's something that you're not normally doing. And I guess, like I said, I have a little bit of an exhibitionist in me, but I think maybe a lot of people have that. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe just when, me. When I, when I was younger and I'd first go out in the woods by myself naked and things like that, I would have a raging heart on for sure. Mm-hmm. And it would be more, it'd be more sexual for, you know, and now it's, I just, I, I don't, you know. Um, what about your wife? No? No, not really. Not really. It's, it's really, that's kind of a misconception. I mean, I understand your experience, you know, but people that do it a lot and just, I think it's. No, but I mean, didn't you guys just start it or when did you, maybe I'm like. Okay. Well, no, we've always, we've always been naked a lot, just not around other people. And like I said, now. Yeah. When did that we, start with other going to this place that you found? What, how long, I, long ago was I it? I just found this place this summer. Right, so this is the first so, time you guys are going out in public, so, right? Yeah, but there would be times where we'd be with friends, we'd be camping, you get up in the morning, you take off your clothes, you go swimming, everyone sees you naked, it's not right. that big of a deal, it's kind of a turn on, because it's kind of naughty, you know. That's what I mean. But at the same time, all my friends are like, oh, that's Matt, he's naked again. Mm-hmm. You know, it was expected, I was the guy that got naked. Uh-huh, but your wife, was she getting naked at the campground too, in front of all those other people? Maybe as like is if, if there's a reason, like she wouldn't just hang out naked. But if like I said, if she got up in the morning and was going to go swimming, yeah, she'd go naked. But did she? I mean, you're kind of saying yeah. it as if yeah, like, yeah, maybe. Getting, but I mean, yeah, did no. she? She would. She yeah, has she woken up while you're camping with other people, got totally naked, went out for a swim. Yes. Okay. Were other people doing the same thing, or just you guys? Just us. So you're the only couple that's out. So you've always been kind of nudists, not just you, yeah. maybe your wife yeah. too, that you're getting naked in front of all your friends and they're cool with it. Are there kids yeah. there too? No, no, we wouldn't do it around kids. We wouldn't do it around just anyone. If it was friends that we knew were okay with it, mm-hmm. we would do it. Mm-hmm. If, if not, you know, I've answered the door buck naked before. That's very rare. It was just someone who I knew would handle it and probably get a kick out of it. Uh-huh. Um, but generally, you know, we've got two Because listen, boys. in other countries, it's, it doesn't matter whether there's, there's kids or not when it's a, it's a non-sexual thing, right? They're very, right, we're right. very uptight in America and I think it becomes kind of sexual because it is naughty because we're so uptight, right? So like, but in so other impressed. countries, the people go with their families. It's no big deal. You know, that's why I'm wondering if it isn't the sexual thing and you guys are just really comfortable and it's no big deal that I mean that stuff goes down like I said in other places with families all the time it's not yeah you know but so you know with you guys it's somewhere in the middle like it's not really a sexual thing but you wouldn't do it in front of other cop you know I don't know it's a little confusing well I mean it's okay like so we have two teenage boys yeah when they when they were younger we were naked around them all the time yeah they don't want to see that. They don't want to see their mom and dad naked sitting right. on the couch. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I just had respect for them. Mm-hmm. Now we don't, you know? Right. And if it's someone else's child, 
I'm not going to, you know what I mean? That's. Yeah, no, I, I think in other countries, because it's just very, it's just common that people do that all the time. It's not even thought of, right? Um, yeah, it's a I, thing. Yeah, and it's just, it's not, you know, it's just the way that it is in their culture. Or we're very uptight, so the naked body is much more taboo, right, in America. So, um, you know, I'm surprised that, I'm not surprised that there's places that you found that other people are naked and you're all naked together, but that you would do it in front of friends where they're all clothed, right? And But you guys are the only ones naked, you and your wife. So maybe she's a nudist too, would you say? Yeah. she. In fact, she just described herself as a nudist for the first time the other day. And I was like, oh, right. She just said she was a nudist. <laughs> right. Is she Because that's like different. Yeah. To me, it's kind of that seems a little different than just like being at your home and being naked. Right. Uh-huh. We're like, no, I'm going to go out where the naked people are. You know? Right. When was the last time you guys hooked up with somebody else? Um, as a couple? Yeah, or separate. Uh, well, it was separate last time she did was last November. Mm-hmm. And it was with that same guy, mm-hmm. the married guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that was like, okay, you know, right now she thinks, okay, I think I'm good. It's like, well, you've said that before, and it's, there's been years gone by, you know. So, but, um, and then other than that, the last time that the two of us had an experience with someone, it was with a, a woman and a friend of mine, another friend, another, former bandmate actually um the bands are working out for me yeah um and she's single and we've always been i've always been attracted to her she's always been attracted to me and i was and this is this came about uh, not exactly it's something about how she had it was like a facebook post where she like you know i wish i could i'm so horny i just need a guy or something and i mentioned it to my wife and She's like, we'll call her up. Mm-hmm. I said, really? So then I called my friend and I said, hey, I can help you out if you want. She's like, don't mess with me. And I'm like, no, I'm dead serious. I'm like, how do you feel about being with women? She's like, I love it. I said, okay. So we made, we made plans and she came over and we had a great time. Um, I screwed them both. They licked each other, fingered each other. Um, at one point, one of them was was riding me, like reverse cowgirl. and No, riding me front regular on top. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was sitting on my face, and I could hear her making out. And, and it was great. Right. And then we did it again. And the second time, my wife was kind of done before me and this other lady were. And so we kept going and my wife kind of started to feel bad about it later. You know, at the time she was like, good, take care of them. I need, I need help. Mm-hmm. I'm done. And, but then later she started to feel bad because she couldn't, you know, last as long as I, we could or whatever, you know? So she started to kind of feel bad in that way, I think. Mm-hmm. And she also feels like she's never enough for me. Because I always want, like, I, I always want to have sex for, you know, as long as possible. Right. And. She doesn't want it to not, be so long. She doesn't want it. She's into that mm-hmm. once in a while. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it totally makes sense. You know, she's, I get it. Um, but it's, you know, she feels like she's not enough for me in that way. And that, and that makes me sad. You know? Right. I try to reassure her. 
Mm-hmm. Well, now you said, because I'm going to wrap this up now, but you said that your wife was interested in calling in, right? Is she going to be able to call in? I, I believe so. She hasn't committed 100% on it, but I think after I've talked to you, I think, and she's listened to the show too. She likes your show. And I just, I think she thinks she'd be a great guest. I mean, she's, she's the, she's the nugget of the, of the couple of us. She was talking. She's the gold nugget out of the two of us as far as talking on your podcast. Yeah. She's going to have to confirm. Cause I think people are going to, uh, call bullshit on this uh, episode. That's just what I think. Uh, there's okay. a little part of me that is not really a hundred percent going to buy. I don't know. I have to listen to it back. It's different. You know what I mean? I'm talking to you yeah. now. I'm going to edit it and listen to it back uh, and air it. You know, I air all my episodes, people calling in. But your girl calling in and talking about all this stuff as well will put any suspicion to rest, right? I mean, because she's going to call up and tell all these stories. I mean, for sure, unless she's lying. I mean, I I would find that hard to believe. I will find it, you know. So it'll be super interesting to hear from your girl for two reasons. One, because every guy that listens to my podcast is always dying for female guests. They're harder to come by. I get more guys calling in, you know, so whenever someone says, oh, my wife is interested in calling in or I get an email from a girl, I really try to make that shit happen, you know. So keep me posted on that. Let her listen to this episode and let me know uh, if she wants to call in and let everyone know that you are telling the truth and all these stories are the real deal. It'll help you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, and I wish there wasn't a doubt in your mind, but I understand. Yeah, you'll see when you You listen back. Everybody, I don't know you. I've talked to a lot of people. I happen to, there was one time where I was calling somebody out on their fucking bullshit to a friend, and he's like, who are you, the truth police? And I was like, yeah, (laughs) actually, I am. I'm the fucking truth police. That's my job. Yeah, I've been given this, like, spidey sense. I just, I see through things, and I... And I cut through to the truth. And because I love the truth, I always get it, even when I don't want to. Um, And so (laughs) when I have a feeling that something might be bullshit, I have to trust that feeling. There's something about this call that I don't really, I'm not 100% sold on the fact that you're uh, telling the truth. I have to go back and listen to it a second time. And then, you know, my listeners are going to chime in and tell me what they think. But, you know, I, I will see. But your wife calling in would be super helpful because maybe, you know, the only other thing besides you're full of shit is that um, you're just a bad storyteller, you know, and it's the way yeah, that you I talk. Am. You know I what am. I mean? I, yeah. I, I, I'm, not, I'm a big picture guy. I don't, the details are, you know, lost on me. Yeah. I, that could, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a possibility. She'll be, she'll be, the, she'll be a better guest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. She'll talk maybe, more. You know, I can get her to, that, she can save my name. What? She can save my good name. Yeah. So she could call in and, and that would be a great part two to this to let everybody. So let's leave that hanger, you know, hanging out there and you let me know when she's down and keep me contacted and keep me posted and I'll keep you posted on when this is going to air. But thanks so much for calling in. Thank you, Kathy. All right, thanks. Mark. Keep up the awesome work. I will. And please let me know. Get on your wife to call her in. Call in. I, I need her on now. Okay. Bye. Bye. Take care. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly? 
and be on the show. Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.